On today's episode of Movie Stalkers, we rehash the All-Star Games, talk about the Oscar winners and snubs, and also we are talking Star Wars Episode One. Enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome to Movie Stalkers, episode 16. I'm Brad, and I'm here with Thomas. Meow. Nick. Yo. And Cody. Uh, He's not here. (laughs) Just kidding. Cody got voted off the island. We just decided to vote Cody off. Uh, We just thought his content wasn't good enough. Um, We listened to all five of our subscribers, and he was voted off. Yeah. So, best, best luck, Cody. Um... We may have him on um, occasionally, future, but uh, for now he's uh, the. If he if he pays. Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably be on every episode after this one, but right right now he's fired. Yeah, he's on a week suspension. Yes, he's been removed from the group chat. So, um, Brad, what did you open up before we started? A white claw. Okay, so funny story. So um, I was at my buddy's poker night the other night, and they were talking about White Claw. And I guess the the um, CEO of White Claw, whoever that is, or like the main, they they made a very smart decision, and they were like, "Look, we've got to get this. We got to have guys get hooked on this, or else like it'll be a woman drink, right? It'll be like a woman's only drink." And here we are, Brad's drinking it. He's like half woman, half man. So that's mm-hmm. a separate story. But half pig. Um, Right, man, man, woman, pig. Um, anyways, so their brilliant idea was to go out during summer break or spring break and pass them to all the dudes at the beach in Florida, and then just try try to get as viral as possible. And then that's where that that's where that's that so famous smart. yeah. So that and then that's where the famous uh the word or the famous lingo of uh there's no laws while you're drinking the claws right that's that's where that came from and um so that that's what i heard but anyways yeah great great marketing approach to get guys to drink it because it's fucking delicious and uh, i drink that over a beer any day they literally just went to florida and to the beach and handed it out to guys like during spring break they're like passing it out but they're trying to get it in like like yeah dude's hands so that they can take pictures of guys they drinking just it. basically were like we need to find all the chads and give them a white cloth right right got and it. then that's that got it viral right so i mean, I mean they literally dude, ran I, out last summer i'll gladly drink them i'll drink a yeah. white claw fuck yeah white claws are good white claw mango um wow dude i had my yes. first Mango's bomb. Mango's my favorite. I had my first Bud Light seltzer the other day. Also fire. Also good. Their mango is also very good. I'm not a big Truly guy, but Bud Light one is pretty damn good, and it's way do you know who? Do you know who drinks Truly? People that have Androids. Barstool. People that get yeah. kicked out of podcasts. Yeah, Cody's a big Truly type of guy. He, yeah. he strikes me as a Truly type of guy. But do you actually think White Claw will stand the test of time, or is it a fling? I think think, of, think I that know, wine it, think that wine coolers used to be a fucking popular thing. Yeah, until yeah. people realize like three of them gives you like diabetes. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's like no sugar. Another thing is uh, that I failed to mention in that story is that I, I think they're somehow owned uh, by Smirnoff or something or Mike's Hard. And so that's where they, they realized like where Mike's Hard failed is that it was a woman's drink. You didn't see a lot of dudes walking around with Mike's Hard lemonades, right? Because they were, they'd get made fun of. Well, that, that that's where they came up again, back to the, the marketing of handing it out to a bunch of dudes on a beach. I will also tell you that they cater to a lot of people like me where I track calories and carbs. Yeah, they kind of like – I know that, I know that ev- every Sorry, can is 100 calories in two carbs. I'm like, damn, I'll fucking drink that because over having a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, it's 230 calories and the alcohol I'm getting is not really that different. And I know like I'll save – because I count calories, like I'll, I could save 700 calories for my intake of food and have seven White Claws. Yeah, White Claws definitely, like, benefits from the kind of fitness, like, mm-hmm. you know, side of, like, you know, pop culture. Because, okay, so I'm looking at the stats right now on the Mike's Hard Lemonade. This is one Mike's Hard. Calories, 220. Carbs, 33. All That's those carbs. Sugar. sugar, 32 grams of sugar. Yeah. That's, yeah. And you're not drinking one. Like, no one drinks one Mike's Hard. Right. Unless you're like an eighth grade schoolgirl at a dance, like. Did, did I tell you guys about? Um, hold on a second. I already caught myself fucking doing. I am turning my phone off. <laughs> Boom. The phone is off. We'll see if it makes a difference. Phone is off and it's on my bed. Um, did I tell you guys on the podcast? I can't remember about the guy that drank the patient I had that drank a lot of a certain alcohol. No. Okay. So since we're on the topic. Got a patient. I'll keep it short and sweet. I was told he has a history of drinking, and I was like, okay. Wasn't told how much, and that it wasn't. I was told that it's not that much, like just throughout the day. And I was like, okay. And I was like, hey man, just for you know, um, health purposes and stuff. What's oh. your uh, daily regimen for drinking? Well, I usually wake up and I have a a tall can of Mike's Harder Lemonade. I was like, okay. Then I go to the liquor store and get a six pack of Mike's Harder lemonade <laughs> and then i drink that till about i don't know like one or two maybe three and then i get eight tall cans of mike's no. Harder lemonade no and i was like i just want to make this clear you're saying you drink six 12 ounce mike's harders and then you drink eight 32 ounce mike's harders and he goes that's correct and I said, so you're drinking about 20 to 24 Mike's Harder lemonades a day. And he says, yeah. And smoking two packs of cigarettes. And I was like, okay. So I just looked it up. Mike's Harder lemonade has 8% alcohol. So that's like drinking a double IPA. <clears throat> oh, wait, Mike. He's drinking Mike's Harder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I was trying to do the math just on Mike's Hard. That's even worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and the guy was skinny as fuck. You figure it out. He was probably just he probably didn't eat. He probably just drank it all Actually, his calories. That's hundred percent correct because he was super vitamin deficient in everything. So that's uh, seven hundred and sixty eight grams of sugar. Nice wow. absorbed into alcohol, which I'm sure your body processes way better. Let's just Yikes. say if he needed to use glycogen, he'd be the guy to go to. <laughs> <laughs> He yeah, has yeah. glycogen on deck. You could like ring that guy out, like ring all his sweat out and probably get drunk off of his sweat. 100%. That's fucking gross. 
Yeah. Wait. So last 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 thing, I had a guy come in with point four zero alcohol level BAC. Point four zero. Yep. Yeah, that, that guy crushed it, huh? He pumped his stomach. <laughs> That's a lot. That was right? me. That was me and Chico, dude. <laughs> Easily a point four. Wait, yeah. so point four zero is like. Let's just say it's point five zero to make math easy. Point four zero is five times the legal limit. Right, but so say it's point five zero. If you weigh 150 pounds, that means you have one and a half pounds of alcohol in you, right? Mm-hmm. So 0. 0.40, you have like, how much Almost did he a weigh? Pound. He had at least a pound of alcohol in him. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. You have the actual substance alcohol. What's the legal limit? Like 0. 0. 0.08. That's why 0. 0.40 equals five times. Correct. Point four zero divided by point oh eight equals point. Fucking, we're a bunch of Einsteins. Yeah. Anywho, alcohol. Be careful, kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's got a chocolate brutal. cake update. I don't know what the oh, fuck that means. Oh, so mean. that's okay. So funny story. <clears throat> so Shauna's friend came over the other day, and she's like, "That's I don't a pretty like fucking cake. funny story." Uh, okay. Well, anyway, she came over, and she was like, "I I don't like cake, but I bought you a cake because this cake's good, and I like it." So that's how it started. Um. <laughs> women right uh anyways we open the chocolate cake and i go out there and there's just like little sliver missing and i was like cool and she's like yeah we had chocolate cake it was pretty good and i was like okay i'm not a big chocolate cake guy and then i ate a piece of it holy shit it's delicious it's imagine like a cupcake that has chocolate frosting on it like you'd eat that right You, you probably wouldn't love it or hate it but you'd eat it so we've been slowly devouring the fucking cake that's just been sitting on our uh, sitting on our uh, uh, countertop for about a week, and I'm just gonna throw it out at this point. But uh, we we got about halfway through it. It's best cake I've ever had. Where is it from? Uh, that's a good question. I, I, I think it might be. A, it looks like a Safeway cake. It doesn't look like it's anything fancy. Did you say there was a slice missing when you got it? Well, right. Well, when I went out there, because I because I was working at home on Friday, and then I went out there, and there's a s- slice missing because Shauna ate a mm. slice of it. I misheard. I thought you said the chick gave it to you with a slice missing, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> you know what? Hey, I'm I'm not saying that that didn't happen. Uh, she could have definitely taken a slice, <laughs> but uh, the cake yeah, was actually anyways. supposed to be 18 inches long. <laughs> yeah, right, but it, we only got 16. So we'll find out where it is and then get back to us next it's episode. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious cake. Yeah, I will. I'll make sure to, 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 to write that down. Do you want to know what I also want, dude? Speaking of, like, cake and stuff, like, I went to a donut shop in Rockland because we were having a potluck at, when I was in school. And I forgot how, like, good a fucking donut is if you go to the right donut shop. Like, a mom-and-pop donut shop. Oh, so fucking good. Every once in a while. You know, I'm not a big donut guy. Like, I like maple. Like, I, I'll, I'll eat, like, a maple bar. But like every time I eat a donut, I just feel like I like I'm like, why did I eat that? Like that's what I'm saying. Every once in a while, like I crave it and then I eat it and I feel like shit, but I still always forget. Yeah, the best donut I had was in L.A. At some like local place down there, just because like everyone always talks about donuts. And so when I was down there, I googled the best donut places, and me and Beth went to two different ones, and air fire. Bam. All right. You, uh, no one, no one ever says, "Ah, oh, I feel so good after I ate that donut." Yeah, nope. never. <laughs> Pretty sure everyone's words are like, "Why?" Yeah, and my my favorite favorite donuts of all time. I I don't care what people say. I don't. Krispy Kreme fucking warm off the yep. the 
track glazed oven, donut. D- just a simple glazed donut that I can eat like twelve of them. Right off that, the wooden me, stick. Right off the stick. It's because they're warm, dude. A warm donut's so much better. It just Krispy so fresh. Just melt in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure warm. everyone that's listening to this episode right now literally is salivating because I am at this exact moment, <laughs> thinking about a Krispy Kreme donut. You know what's weird? Oh, it's like damn. I, I only like the glazed Krispy Kremes. Like, yes. Anything else is like too much sugar. Right. Like it's when like they do glazed, sh- but. The and then more on glaze on top. It's like, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yep. I used to get glazed donuts and chocolate milk. Mm. And yeah. the chocolate milk would be like $47 and the glazed donuts would be like three bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey man, if you're, if you're broke, donuts are a good thing to go. There was this donut shop in San Francisco, literally across the street, downtown San Francisco. I was at my friend's house and we were all drunk. And it stays open 24-7. We went across the street and got donuts when I was drunk. You would think that would be terrible. Actually delicious. Having Not the if they're always making them. Mm-hmm. Having mm-hmm. the drunchies and eating some donuts was so fucking good. Oh, can we say that's one of the best things about like living in like a major city? Is restaurants being open all the time? Yes. Because um, Grass Valley drives me fucking crazy. How like restaurants are like, oh, we're not open till 12 o'clock today. So you know how many people, like, their lives don't... There are two sports bars within a quarter mile of my house that are open 24-7. There you go. Yeah, Lincoln is the epitome of a small town city in a big area because there's definitely... Everything closes here at, like, 9 unless you want to go to Safeway 24-7. You have to go to Roseville pretty much to to enjoy any of that. so annoying, dude. Yeah. Especially for night owls like me and Brad. Yeah, me and Beth, we're going to go, like, get pizza today at our favorite place, Pete's. Shout out Pete's Pizza. And they don't open till 11.30. And so we went to the gym, went to the store. We're, like, trying to burn time. And finally, I was just like, let's just go home and make something. Because I didn't feel like waiting around till fucking 11.30 to go to the restaurant. Yeah, why do you have to objectify my pizza time? What if I want it for breakfast? Except that's what Beth said. She's all, it's so stupid that people like breakfast food only for breakfast, but so I you played, can't get pizza for breakfast. Brad knows this, but I played um, rec basketball probably my whole entire fucking childhood from second grade up until high school. My go-to meal because my games were always on Saturdays and every Friday we had pizza, pizza movie night. I would have pizza, cold I would have cold pizza and milk. That was my pre-game meal. <laughs> what a fucking combo. No yep. wonder you're such a strange dude. Yep, cold pizza and milk. Okay, let's sell this right now. Best pizza in Nevada County. Go, Brad. Pete's Pete's North, pizza. Northridge. Mm, I think both of you are wrong. We'll start with Pete's. Pizza's mediocre. Pete's doesn't have great flavor to their pizza. You just get a big fucking piece of pizza. No, you haven't been to the new Pete's. I have been to the new Pete's downtown Grass Valley. And you got a full pie? Yes. Mm. I'd rather you get a full pie or a slice. The the, the toppings taste the same. I'm just going to say if there was a Costco in Grass Valley or Nevada County, it'd be Costco. Okay. Costco's not good, though. Now we'll move on to Northridge. I really like, pizza. I forget what it's called. They have a, a pizza that has pine nuts in it. That pizza to me is fucking dank. I don't know which one that is. It's like pine nuts, pesto sauce. Maybe oh, some like, of the people listening no, know what it is. It's their version but... of like a um, 
Hawaiian? Like the Hawaiian. Yeah, it's yeah. a Hawaiian with Canadian bacon, pineapple, pine nuts, mm. red sauce, nope. cheese. I'm not talking about that one. I'm ta- This one's got like pesto sauce, cheese, hmm. pine nuts, and some other thing. Anyways, pine nuts on pizza, fucking smart. So good. Either way, my favorite is Lamppost. Lamppost makes a good fucking pizza, man. Where is Lamppost? Lamppost is Grass the Valley. By, the one by Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, Lampos makes a fucking great pizza. It's nice and thick. Like, I'm big into that fucking thick crust. Um, pizza. Football yeah. pizza. Just get me all fluffy. Yeah. Oh. If yeah, you're broke, I'm... you can never go wrong with Little Caesars. I don't care what people say. If you're Agreed. It's better than Domino's. Cheap. Yep. It is. Yes. Domino's yes. is trash, yes. dude. Domino's sucks, dude. I don't know why Domino's is so bad. Like, they... And I don't know if you've seen... There's a funny story. So, there's stock... And like like five years ago, like they almost went bankrupt, and then they changed their pizza. If you would have had invested in Domino's over any type of bank, any type of like like Apple or Google, you would have made your money back better with the Domino's stock than any other stock in like the world. It went from like three dollars, now it's at like three hundred. It's Damn. nutty. Yeah, they're huge because pizza delivery became such a big thing, and yeah. when that became a big thing, their stock just skyrocketed. They're good and about I, that. And like I, and their I think, delivery yeah, you can, is so yeah, you can, like, you can watch the thing that tells you as your pizza's being made. Right. Like, oh, it's in the oven. And, like, they have such great carryout deals. Like, you know, two medium pizzas, five nine nine each, two <laughs> toppings, and you can yeah. kind of make it. It's just trash pizza. Like, I'd rather it buy like a, salt. a good frozen pizza. Yeah, it tastes like salt. Yeah. Anywho, moving on from food, because Nick's going to get too excited. Oh, dude, <laughs> I'm already 60% chubbed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Tom, you got a new tattoo, right? See, I um, last minute got hit up by my artist. He he's never hand drawn mine. I think he has kind of like sketched, but he drew the entire thing on his iPad and recorded the whole drawing, so you can like watch a time lapse of it being drawn. Apparently, he was just bored one night and drew it, and then was like, got super excited. I was like, dude, I want to do this tattoo now, hella bad. So he hit me up. Like two days ago, I was like, hey, is there any chance you can come down Sunday morning? I'm Because he doesn't work Sundays and the shop's closed. And he's like, I just want to squeeze you in for the outline, like three-hour sesh. And so I woke up at 5.30 this morning, drove down, got the tattoo at 7. I was there from 7 to 10, and drove back home. And it's on my forearm. Very big. I thought it was going to be big. thought it was going to be big, but it goes from the my... Um, it's like mine. What's called the anti-cubital, which is that you know that little pocket where your where your elbow bends on the inside. It goes from there, like it touches my bicep all the way down to the end of to my to where my wrist to your begins. Wrist. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, just it's like mine. Whole forearm. Yeah, it's it's long. <laughs> it's big. It covers my entire forearm. The whole thing. <laughs> it's big. What are you talking? Are we talking about tattoos still? Sorry, uh, <laughs> no, we're talking about pizza chubs. But it's <laughs> a tiger. It it's no, it did not, and I know you're gonna call bullshit, but I just think my artist has a soft hand. He, uh, it didn't hurt. There was parts where I was like, "Whoo, okay," but I don't yeah, know what so it, it is. hurt. <laughs> but like, I don't know, dude. Like, it just it wasn't like I never made like the grimace face, you know. But then again, I wasn't getting fucking. I didn't get a six hour with shading tattoo like your forearm, you know. Right. He didn't go over the already raw skin. Yeah, that's where it fucking kills. You know, when he did the shading, yeah, that gave me a fucking tickle. I was like, okay, because he went back over the old stuff. But right. um, I'm just, 
I don't know if it's my body or everyone's different, you know, like for me, tattoos really do not hurt that bad. There are certain pressure points where they hurt, but in general, tattoos don't hurt for me that much. And you also, you like the, um, I like what's the it called? The, no, the type of tattoo you like. Traditional? Yeah, the traditional where it's like not a lot of shading. Mm-hmm. So you're not like re-going over the skin. Yeah, Whereas traditional like, or also like what you would call, like, I guess, like a blast tattoo where you can just get them pretty quick. Yeah, the like the ones like Tanner does, a lot of them, or at least the ones I've gotten, is like a shit ton of shading. And so he's going back over spots he's already done. Mm-hmm. That's what kills. It's not the yeah, first the part. Most, most painful tattoo I got was from Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down. So, anyway. Tanner's yeah. awesome. So. It's a tiger with a blade going through its head. Yeah, it and looks cool. Tra- I like it. It's style. The line work on it is really good. Yeah, so I'll go back in two or three weeks and I'll get it colored in. Nice. So, anywho. Um, Sexy, dude. So, coronavirus, we're trying to get it, and we found a way that we can get it. Nick, do you want to cl- uh, collaborate, elaborate? Do you want to call out the coronavirus? Um, yeah, shout out Jeffrey Epstein. Um, he's the one that brought the coronavirus to the United States. Um, but, no, we just – I've got the hookup for, for shoes. Um, anywhere from uh, nice quality Yeezys made by none other than Yeezus himself um to just nice quality um what'd you get ultra boost is that what they were yeah or cody got ultra boost anyways uh we got the hookup for shoes and uh they get directly imported from the factory in china so uh shout out chinese people and shout out um coronavirus because we may get it here shortly shout out 60 dollar yeezys that are real close but yes yeah 85 was shipping in anywho yeah, back on track um, Speaking of shoes, what is like your guys' like favorite shoes right now? Chuck Taylors. I knew Black you were going to say that. <laughs> That's always been yours for like the last ten years. I was going to say I've been wearing. I've been wearing. Um, I, I don't know. I, I haven't been a, been a big fan of like lacing up my shoes, which sounds really lazy for like a while. So I've been just wearing my um, Sanooks, which are like wearing pillows on your feet. And I wear them to work. Sanooks? And I, Sanooks, yeah. S N, I think it's S N O O K E. Don't you work uh, wait, at wait. home? No. S A N O O K. I think that's, yeah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. S A N U K. Anyways, I, they're basically just slip on shoes, like slip on shoes. Um, that you can wear and they are by far you can wear them anywhere everywhere they're they've got a bunch of different styles they're so oh, comfortable I've seen those. Okay, they're yeah, so yeah. comfortable they're by far the most comfortable shoe i've ever worn and like i, I bought like ever after since shauna bought me like three pairs of these i literally haven't stopped wearing them like i only wear these now and i used to wear vans before that so nice super comfortable though they look comfy and easy Oh my god! Yeah, comfy and easy, dude. That that is the name of the so game. That's when two I wake good up. things for shoes. <laughs> yes, yeah. But when it comes to like working, out, so like these are like my casual shoe. And then when it comes to like working out, I wear Ultra Boosts. Um, Wait, you work out? Yeah. Well, when I like run or something like that, right? I'll wear Ultra Boosts. You run? I, yeah, I run. I'll run on occasion. It's not like, like I. I'm just saying feet? that. My, the whole point is, guys, <laughs> that 
if I'm going to work out, I'm not going to be wearing Sanooks. I'm going to be wearing something else. So and you then, only like, wear Sanooks? I only wear Sanooks as we speak, yes. Got it. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I, I also have the Yeezys, which where I wear some time to time. Which but like Shana, a lot of Shana dust doesn't on like them. them. They do, because Shauna doesn't like them, so I don't wear them very often. Because <laughs> she'll be like, ah, you're wearing those? No, she's the shoes. She doesn't yeah, like she... when I bring the beast out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. She can't handle the Yeezy. That's just what the problem is, Nick. She can't right. handle him. That's all right. She sees the boost. She's like, no, not the beast. Um. Anyways, with everything that's been going on at my house, we got someone actually shipped us Butcher's Box, which is just like that meat delivery service. Oh, I saw. Yeah, um, you put that in there. Yeah. yeah. Um. Super good ground beef. Is the best ground beef I've ever had. And I, I, I like really mean that. Like I've had beef from, I've had like elk, I've had deer, I've had bear, had, had it all. Like cow, obviously. Butcher box ground beef blew me away. It was so good. It's a consistency I've never felt before. It was very grainy, rather than like noodley. I guess you can say when you look at other ground beefs from store. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that um, you try butcher box ground beef. It's so fucking good. But I hear Joe Rogan talk about all the time, and I hear a lot of people say they like it. Yeah, it's grass-fed. It's like grass-fed, organic, super healthy. Is it expensive for a box? Grass-fed, grass-finished. Um, you can get you can get like different sizes. So I don't know if there's like a four pound, six pound, sixteen pound. Just depends what size you want. But yeah, it's gonna be more expensive than like your typical shit meat that you'd buy at the store. Yeah. Most underrated meat store though is Costco. They have some actually really agreed. Good Agreed. Costco's got great meat. Yeah. Or a Safeway on sale with employee discount. That's what you need. Yeah, no, that sounds like general public. That sounds bad. No, but I I get my meat from Safeway. (laughs) Just getting a tri tip, like the package of tri tip from uh, Costco. Yeah. The USDA grade A. Oh my god. You mean choice or Yeah, yeah. First yeah, isn't it called like first choice or whatever? There's three so different there's kinds. So there's USDA like regular. There's USDA Choice, which is good, and then USDA Prime, which is like expensive. So like anything that's Choice is like like B plus grade. Prime mm-hmm. is A. Anything under that is just like normal quality. Yeah, going especially at like a place like Safeway, going to the actual back to the butcher section and getting your meat from that is so underrated. It is. Like a lot of people don't do it, and it's like I don't know. Like even just getting the chicken breast from there versus the prepackaged is like mm-hmm. so fucking good. We just had a crazy sale where um, our open nature, so it's like all natural, like no antibiotics, anything like that. Uh, Grass fed ground beef was three ninety nine a pound. Jesus. And so I bought fucking sixty pounds of it. <laughs> just because. Oh, Christ. I saw that. Yeah, because I have a freezer. Entire like, box. Yeah. Yeah. I bought three boxes of that, and then we had the um, chicken breasts that were on sale for a dollar twenty nine a pound, which is like sixty percent off. So Damn. I bought forty pounds of that. I just you, I I just wait till like something's on sale, and then I restock my freezer because I also get an employee discount of ten percent off. So, which then goes to show how much money fucking supermarkets make. And it's funny because you yeah have that they can afford to do that <laughs> right like and they're still making a profit off you for sure right like the supermarkets make a ridiculous amount of money like I, I feel sorry for farmers like I feel like 
They, I, I hear it all the time. So Farmers they, get fucking raped. They do, but so on sales like that where I buy in bulk, the store is actually losing money on all of those sales. Yeah, because they're just trying to get it out of their warehouses. I'm just talking about in general, like they've Aren't clearly they also already just trying to get people to get in. It's there. a yeah, it's an advertising thing. Shout out California for being the best farm state. <laughs> Seriously though, I mean all of our stuffs quality. Like I love corn and fucking. Doesn't California California like produce like the most or one of the most out of any state? We're, That's oh, the like, most. We're like even the though most everyone says we're just fucking liberals who make movies and don't do shit. It's like, eh. I think it was also California produces more rice than Japan. Mm-hmm. We export to Japan. They like, yes. get our, their, their rice from us. That's all That's Yuba County see. does is make rice. Yep. That's all I think, any, I, any like, I northern what, part of the state does. <laughs> I forget what the statistic is, but it's like, I want to say it's like 3% of all the food required to feed the world could come from California. Probably greater than that. Yeah. I just know that California by itself, like GDP, is like fifth among every country in the world. Like California, the state is like fifth in gross domestic product. Meaning that we're like our own country. We would be stronger than like 99% of countries out there. Where's Texas at? Because wouldn't Texas, like, if they wanted to be their own state, they would kick ass or their own country? Um, I mean, they're not, they're not like known for like farmland. They're known for like oil. Yeah. I think oil's stronger though. I have, I have no idea. I just know that I would much rather have food than Nick. We lean on you for politics and you're letting us down. Well, you're asking me a weird hypothetical question about Texas and what they're good at exporting. I don't know that shit. California produces 13% of the total cash agriculture receipts for the U S it is the sole pro and is also the sole producer 99% or more of the following crops, almonds, figs, olives, peaches, artichokes, kiwi, uh, dates, pomegranates, raisins, pistachios, plums, and walnuts. Love it. So suck it. The other 49. California dominates. Yeah. Minus the politics in California, it dominates. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, I just got my Nevada driver's license today. Told you that would fucking happen, Brad. <laughs> yes, but I got my Nevada <laughs> I'm a Nevada resident now. Nice. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Your state probably is going to vote red. I hope so. Awesome. We're swing state apparently, but definitely yeah. registered to vote this year so I can vote. Well, there's no need to vote this year. We all know he's going to be president. So We all know he's going to win. Let's yeah. be real. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, how about that uh, All-Star? Shit. All-Star uh, competitions last night? Pretty fire. Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, you put that healed wins. Is that Buddy healed? Buddy yeah. healed won the three. He won? Dude, he on the last shot. He went off. Damn. You know, I don't like the way they do the the comp the three point time. I didn't like the new now. fucking the like four weird point Gatorade shot. That was yeah. so dumb. No one even made it. So it <laughs> it really just it was like a cool idea, I guess, to like switch it up, but. I feel like the three-point contest is fun no matter what. You don't really need to switch it up. Yeah, I, that's what I was saying. Is And it also, like, it, in my opinion, they should have left it the old format where you just have, you know, that you got those five different areas or six, was it five different areas you can go to? And you, you have, have five the money spots ball at the end. and then the money ball rack. Right. Like a money no, ball rack. I, 
that's that's what it is now but it used to just be the money ball was at the end at of the end the rack. of every rack yeah right and so like when they change this up it kind of disrespects anyone else that's ever been because wouldn't you want to know like who has been the number one like best three-point competition guy you'll never know because they keep changing the, the fucking rules up. yeah because instantly the points are going to be higher once right. they add in four more money balls right yeah, so or money balls even uh, even differently, you know, money balls in your favorite spot, which is typically one of the sides for three point shooters. Yeah, it's usually the left or right side, right, or the straightforward. Um. So, anyways, yeah, I, I, it kind of makes me mad, but either way, yeah, good good thing Buddy Hill won because that's about all he's done this year. Dude, he hit, uh, he hit nine out of his last ten shots, so he hit four out of five on his second to last rack. Right. And then his last rack, which was the money ball, he sunk every single one. Right. Yeah, it kind of and back to like what I was saying about them changing the rules up. This is switching over to baseball now, but with the home run derby competition, that shit's all fucked up now. It's like you get a certain amount of time and then you get a break <laughs> and then you get to swing some more. Like, nah, bring back the 10 outs and like you either hit them over the park or you don't like yeah. it's this the stupid shit that they changed to get more viewers I, I don't know it doesn't make any sense to me Agreed. keep it the same and like same with the slam dunk competition which i guess we can get, go ahead and get into like the, i feel like it's so subjective like there's no true like gurus that know which dunk is better than another because aaron gordon got absolutely slammed again last night he should have totally won it should, i thought it should have been a tie i thought both of them were amazing but no. there's no there shouldn't have been a winner like it should have been a tie aaron gordon got all 50s until the very last one and i don't get why especially the other one in, in 2016 too i don't know i just feel like he should definitely have one at least one whether it's 2016 or this year like there, there's there's no reason as to why he shouldn't have a slam dunk winner he won once right has there been three no he's been three no. of them, i thought aaron no, gordon he has, he's aaron gordon of, has never he's never he's won been in, he's been i thought three. he's won like a couple no he he in 2016 he lost and then this year he lost hmm he should have sure? won the year that he played against Zach Levine, but Zach Levine won it. That was 2016. In my brain, they like went back and forth for like three years. Yeah, no, Aaron Gordon has not won. Because I know he said after this one, he's done. Yeah, because he's fucking irritated that he didn't win. He... Yeah, and like even Dwight Howard when he won his with the stupid kryptonite thing, like that to me was so dumb. Like Nate Robinson should have won that time too. Um, but he like brought out that Superman cape, which he then did this year to shout out Kobe. But right. like that was so, it was so dumb that he won that year too. I don't know. I I'm not a big fan of the of these competitions. Like again, and this isn't my favorite era of basketball. Like the fact that we're now only shooting threes and we're only making layups is so irritating. The mid jump shots gone. Mm-hmm. Um, the hard rough play in the paint is gone. Like bring back nineties nineties. Bring back Carmelo shooting it from the. The field goal, the free throw line extended. Yeah, rough it up. It's not like yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. CTE. Rough it up, dude. Yeah, like, like it should just be like aggressive. Like bring back the Shaq era. The 90 I'm telling you, the '90s basketball, '80s basketball is the best basketball era ever. That's why I like players like Draymond. You know, like even though I don't even like the Warriors, I like players like Draymond Green because like they would have been good ten years ago. Like get under your skin ago. and yeah, and, make and it, fucking yeah. just like, like Patrick physically, Gar- like Kevin Garnett. Patrick Beverly, for sure. Right. 
Yeah, no, yes. Kevin Durant Kevin, would be Kevin like Garnett for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Durant. Garnett talks a lot of shit. <laughs> no, Kevin yeah. Garnett is a G. Yeah, for sure. But I, I hate this era of basketball where everyone's sitting there looking for a foul. Like it's so irritating. Mm-hmm. Drives me. I can't watch. You can't watch a single game without there's someone throwing their if, hands up, yelling at the yelling at the ref. Yeah. And just if like Dirk the Kavinsky way he was a rookie now, he would <laughs> fucking dominate for the next couple of years because he would just go to the free throw, free throw line every time. Yeah, the way he could drive. Yeah. Right, and yeah, the same with, like, Harden here. right now, who drops, like, 40 points a game, and he shoots, like, he'll shoot, like, 30% from the field and then shoot, like, 99% from the free throw line and, <laughs> and drop, like, 20 free throws. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to play, like, old Ron Artest on the Pacers. For sure, though. <laughs> fucking come at me. Allen Iverson. Like, ben Wallace. You, like You used to get used to get punished for going into the fucking paint when there's a big guy yeah, there. Yeah. You used to get you fucking should, punished, dude. and you should. Yeah. Or just those guys used to go at it, too. Like, you can't have two big bodies slamming against each other anymore in, in the NBA. That's a fucking instant foul. I think that's part of what, like, drove Kobe crazy was he played in that era in the beginning. And then he just like played through the era where it got softer and softer. Super soft. And then he had to retire in probably the softest era, you know, era. It, like, yeah, God and it's damn it. Like at this point, with how well people are shooting threes, I wouldn't be surprised if NBA came out with like a stupid four pointer. Like I wouldn't be surprised because what's going to end up happening is people are only going to end up shooting. Like think about uh, I just saw this the other day. Demar Derozan in fifty two games, he's made eight three pointers. DeMar DeRozan. So, like, it's not just, um, what's his name from Philly? Ben Simmons, who doesn't shoot threes. Like, you're either driving to the paint or you're shooting threes. There's no in-between. Right. There's no mid-range shots at all anymore. Well, maybe Zion will change the game because he's a big boy and he's mu- muscling people around. Yeah, there's a lot of new guys. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon should have won. In the skills competition, dude, Miami Heat. They're probably like again. I'm not a big like. Dude, the Heat are like such a fun team. They're legit. They're legit, dude. Duncan Robinson is gonna be the one of the best three point shooters of all time. That dude, dude is unreal. They have him. They have Bam, who's just a fucking yeah, a good all around right. player, hero. And, yeah. And None. The, the kid in the fucking uh, dunk contest. Derek Jones Jr. Yeah, like, and Jimmy Butler. And they have Jimmy Butler, who's one of yeah. the best players in the league. And they, they were saying that that they're either they're either check this out. Next year they're either gonna get Joel Embiid or Oh my god Giannis Attentacumpo. So no their way. team is about to be Dude, I totally see Giannis going to Miami. I don't wanna see day. him though. I like Giannis with the Bucks. I do, but Bucks are too small of a team. He's gonna go to a big time team. I Just like Cousins like that, left though. during his contract year. Like, Cousins, I think, should have stayed with the Kings. Yeah, because it the, didn't work out for him the other way. Anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, like, and he and he was the star of the show at the Kings, and then everywhere else he wasn't because he went and played with AD, and then he went and yeah, played with Steph like and Clay. Yeah, guy. Right, and then now he's, like, on the bench just kind of, like— For L.A. Injured. doing nothing and yeah just quote injured for la which again it's been like a year since his injury so I'm not quite sure they just aren't playing him because he's not any good anymore but that dude would have been a legend for yeah, sacramento if he stayed yeah you know who also died and the celtics made a killing off of us when they traded isaiah thomas for it Kyrie. yeah dude. yeah because <laughs> they they almost got in they seriously they would have had they were talking about it you know it would have had a 200 million dollar contract probably like seven years 
and they would have had to deal with that shit. God, Mr. IT. They got so fucking lucky. Mr. Yeah. Fourth Kyrie. Quarter, remember? Yeah, they did. That one yes. year? Yes. Yeah, King I of mean, the fourth. Like, there's no doubt, like, Isaiah Thomas had his moments, but ever since that injury, I mean, man, what a trade decision. Dude, he was, like, fourth in voting for the MVP that year. Right. Fourth. Yeah, he would drop, like, 30 points a game. In the fourth, in 18, like, 20 of them in the fourth. You got to give props to him. Like, Isaiah's biggest, like, battle is just his physical size. He's just not tall enough. Right. You know? And he was picked dead last in the NBA draft, 198. Yeah, he was the 60th pick. Taken by the Kings, nice. second round. Yeah, but yeah, good thing they traded him because that would have been a disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Well, what, what are we? What are we doing this week? Well, we I was going to go to work on Monday, and then <laughs> fucking a. <laughs> uh, we're doing the Oscars, Oscars, and then Star Wars Os- Episode One. Oscars, Oscars, Oscars. We're gonna Oscars. do a quick. Yeah, people, we're going to do a quick uh, little recap of the Oscars and the winners and the losers. Make fun of those fucking nerds. And then we'll jump into uh, Star Wars Episode Uno. And if you have to say which one was that, then stop fucking listening right now. So uh, I'm going to – I have to look it up though because I don't have it memorized. But I'm going to look up – looking up the Oscars winners. So I think what we can do, guys, is we'll just go through each category, who the winner was, and talk about maybe the runners-up. And we'll kind of keep it – you know, we yeah, could go on keep we could go on forever about the Oscars and stuff. But we'll keep it short and sweet, and then we'll get to the movie. Okay. I just want to do a quick disclaimer. We we specifically didn't want to go see Birds of Prey. Um, if anyone's actively looking at what movies are out right now, it's a bunch of shit just storming around a drain waiting to, like, get – caught up by the gutter and then it'll be like that hair that you see in on gutters after you take a shower until it finally goes away until you finally get rid of it um we're just waiting for better movies to come out so we're just figuring out you know better content to produce for everyone which is why we figured relevancy with the oscars and then um also jumping into uh, star wars kind of keeping on the theme of uh december where we just watched the last star Mm. wars so that's that's pretty much where we're at Mm -hmm. i agree do you guys want to start with best movie or just go uh, down the list? I'll just go down the list. Actor in leading role. Yeah, let's Boom. go down the list and you can kind yeah, of Yeah, so who won that? One. Actor leading role? Joaquin. Yikes. Oh, you're starting right there? Yep. Joaquin okay. Phoenix and the Joker. What? What's wrong? I just, I, I, I like, it brings, just like we were kind of, I'm just upset about it because, it, again, like the purpose of the movie was to bring attention towards the um mental issues that are out in the world today but i just fucking don't understand why that makes you a good actor like just because you can sit there and laugh for an hour and a half to me doesn't mean like oh you did you fucking studied hard wow this is is life-changing performance like i didn't get that at all what's frustrating to me is not that joaquin won you know an oscar for best actor it's that he won it for the joker when he's done movies like her in the master, yes. which are yes. so Great much point. better. And he's such a, for him to not get, you know, like to win as an actor for those movies, but then he wins for the Joker is kind of just a disgrace to like the Oscars all around. It depends like, on, you have to, that the, the, the movie leads to the actor winning. It's not vice versa anymore. Completely agree. You got to pick the like, right movie. 
it's the movie it's the what's the movie about because again like this movie was not good like it wasn't really that great but i the, thought it the, was decent i yeah okay that's fine but it's not the, the fucking it's not the fucking best movie that's okay yeah, yeah. i, I want to point out was like this wasn't an incredible movie it was the, the what the movie spoke about that really made him win oh no um, it's a it's a weird subject to talk yeah. about the nominees also were antonio Banderas for pain and glory Leo nope. DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver, who's fucking amazing. In right, I think Adam story. Driver should have won. Adam mm-hmm. should have won it for that sure. Dude, that dude kills it, man. The, his... He'll win eventually. Yeah. I hope so. Good for but, him. You know he was a Marine? Yeah. That's why I like him, Jeez. dude. He's so grounded. I gotta cut you off because I gotta read the last one. Sorry. Jonathan Price and the Two Popes, which I haven't seen yet, but apparently it was really good. Yeah, that one's supposed to be really good. But yeah, Adam Driver, like Everyone thinks of him as, like, kind of a, you know, like, Broadway-type actor, but he's actually, like, a really grounded guy. But it's like, What's no, the movie no. he was in with, with Channing Tatum? Oh. Logan uh, Lucky? Logan, Logan Lucky, Lucky. yeah. Great NASCAR movie. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really good. good. Yeah, so jumping into the second uh, category, actor in a supporting role, I agree with this one. It was my vote. Winner. Brad Pitt. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right, yeah. Nominees, I'll, I'll read the nominees real quick. Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Al Pacino, The Irishman. And Joe Pesky in The Irishman. And ah, Joe Pesky, that would have been cool. Or uh, Pesci, yeah. Pesci, but, sorry. Um, so, funny, uh, what, uh, I thought, I thought fucking Tom Hanks killed it in his role, but I think it's still well-deserved. I think that's a really stacked category of Yes, of this is more stacked choices. than the leading role, it's funny. Yes, much more stacked. Yeah, I agree. All I I give credit. I haven't seen a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but Nick, you talked up enough to me. I give credit to all of these actors. They probably all did great, but Brad Pitt dude did seriously fucking kill it in that movie. What's next? Um, actress in a leading role. Winner is Renee Zellweger in Judy. The Nominees, biggest snub. Cynthia Erivo in Harriet. Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. Uh. Sayorzy Ronan and Little Woman and Cersei Ronan. Okay, and then Char Charis Theron and Bombshell. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Charlize Theron. Sorry. Um, it should have been Scarlet Marriage Story or um Charlize Theron or not Charlize but Cersei Ronan. Little Woman. Thomas, hmm. who should have won Actress of the Year was a uh, Lupita Nyong'o who was in Us. Who played the mom and the fucking bad mom at the same I'd, time? I'd say yeah. I was gonna say Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit, even though it was a small role, but technically that's a yeah. supporting role yeah. is the problem. But anywho, we don't gotta talk about women anymore. Huge. Um, What's the next I agree, one? I agree with you, Brad. I felt I mean, that movie just it was so long ago. Yeah. Um, next is actri- actress in a supporting role, Laura Dern. What was the winner? She won, right? From, yeah. from Marriage Story. Marriage Story had three nominees, dude, and two and one winner. So that I need to check that movie out. Uh, another nominee runner-up was uh, Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit. Hey, there we go. Uh, Florence Pugh in Little Woman and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. So yeah, nope. Don't know the any winner of those. was Laura Dern. Mm-hmm. She was she was really good in it. I thought Scarlett should have won for Jojo. 
I thought yeah, she did such a good job playing JoJo's mom. Yeah. She really uh, and, like brought the balance to that movie. Absolutely. Um, animated feature film. I have not seen it yet. I need to. The winner, Toy Story 4. Nominees, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. What's that? I Lost My Body, Claws, which would be my vote. Should have been Claws. And Missing Link. Should have I feel like Claws was at a disadvantage because it was a Christmas Christmas movie. So dumb. It was so much better than... Claws had heart and originality. I feel like Toy Story 4 just gets it because it's Toy Story. Yes. And because it's Tom what, Tom Hanks, right? He does Woody. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you guys see Toy Story 4? I did. I've seen it a couple times. It's, it's whatever. It's okay. Just okay. S- Toy Story 3 was so good. Stop there. Yeah, like, they, they, they want to make more money, though. Disney, you have to realize, Disney Brad, I was going to say, if you're going to make money on the movie, you're going to make it. To me, um, I, I agree, Brad. Yes. Um, going into c- cinematography, this, in my opinion, is the most stacked list. Minus one movie, I'll get to it, in my opinion. Winner, 1917. I agree. And I, I would, agree. I would, I, would, I would go for that. Uh, nominees, The Irishman. Great movie. Joker. <laughs> the Lighthouse. For those of you that haven't seen it, I saw it. Damn good movie. It's in black and white, and it is fucking a trip. And then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, it's pretty stacked. Yeah, if, it, if 1917 wasn't in there, I would say Once Upon a Time. But 1917, like, the one thing you can't take away from that movie is the cinematography. Like, yeah, to do what they did is nearly like impossible like yeah it's just too good to so not hard win. to do yeah too good not to win um can i keep going guys is that cool yeah yeah, yeah no cool. this is yeah, awesome okay. uh next costume design um i don't focus on that much but um the winner is little woman nominees the irishman jojo rabbit go away joker joker's in it and once upon a time in hollywood um, I don't really have much yeah. to say on costume design. I, I literally have no comment that. on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Next, going into directing. Winner, Parasite, by Bong Joon Ho. I agree with that. Um, nominees: The Irishman, by Martin Scorsese; Joker, by Todd Phillips; 1917, by Sam Mendes; and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, by Quentin Tarantino. I would have given it to Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, Parasite um, was cool. I, 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 it's like when Moonlight won. I still haven't seen the movie Moonlight. It won a bunch of awards, and I'm still never going to watch it. Like, Parasite is not a movie for people that don't watch movies on a typical basis. Like, they're not going to go out and watch a movie and Para- read the whole fucking Parasite thing. is such a good movie. Like, it is, but, but I just don't think it's good enough to win. I don't know. I'm, I'm glad it won because. Yeah, uh, I I agree with you. I thought Once Upon a Time was, yeah. Jumping into a documentary, there's a feature and short subject, which I assume one is a feature film and one is a short one. Um, winner, American Factory. I see it on Netflix all the time, haven't seen it yet. Nominees, The Cave, Edge of Democracy, For Sama, and Honeyland. Haven't seen any of them, no comment, because I don't yeah. have any say-so. I've heard Honeyland and American Factory are both really good. I'm going to watch American Factory. Same. Um, documentary for short, short subject. Winner, Learning to Skateboard in a War Zone, If You're a Girl. Uh, nominees, In the Absence, Life Overtakes Me, 
St. Louis Superman, and Walk Run Cha Cha. That's just one for so a cool I'm so glad I didn't I didn't watch the Oscars this year because holy shit, like it, the Oscars got one of the lowest ratings this year out of any year, and it's because probably they have a bunch of these fucking weird ass awards of shit that no one well, watches. They don't they don't show all these awards. Oh, they don't. Okay, no. they just show like the main ones. Got it. Jumping in to film editing, winner Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Nominees: The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Get the Fuck Out, Joker, and Parasite. Dude, it sounds like the Irishman got cucked in a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Like Scorsese, like they're like you've won too many times. Joker won for way too many fucking things. Like, well, it didn't win, but no, I know, it but it, like it's just been for the amount of nominations it got is fucking stupid. Most overrated movie of 2019, Joker. Joker for sure. So I'm glad Ford versus Ferrari won out of all those. Me too. I thought that movie was like so fun and original. It needed to win yeah. something. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it won something else too. We'll get to it in a second. Next is international feature film. Winner, as it should be, Parasite. Nominees, Corpus Christi, Honeyland, Les Mirables, and yeah, right. Pain and Glory. I've only seen Parasite. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, that uh, yes. I think Parasite's the best pick there. Makeup and hairstyle, we're skipping because Joker's in it and no one fucking cares. <laughs> nice. Music. Oh my god. Joker in that too? Oh, I forgot. Joker, what, Joker what, won. What? Oh. Dude, like what? <laughs> over Star Wars? Not even, not even, yeah, it won over Star Wars. I don't. Joker is winner. Nominees: well, Little Woman, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Star Wars should have won, dude. Yep, 100. percent I can't believe you cut John Williams out. Like, yep. Star- um, <sighs> I don't even fucking mad. care, dude. Joker should not have won that. I don't remember a single fucking song or sound from that movie. Yeah, um, me either. Won this many things. This is making me dislike the Joker movie more. Anywho, right. jumping into music, original song for a movie. Winner, I'm going to love me again from Rocket Man. Uh, nominee, I can't let you throw yourself away from Toy Story 4. I'm standing with you from Breakthrough. Into the Unknown from Frozen 2 and Stand Up from Harriet. I would have voted 100% in- Invisible from Claws. Yep. So um, yes, the only reason I'm not mad about this is... So the way this works is it's not really a nomination to Rocket Man. It's more of a nomination to Elton John for all of his music. So right. I'm I'm okay with that because Elton John is fucking amazing and I really like Rocket Man. But like I agree with you, Tom. The song from Claws is by far the best song out of any movie this year. Yes. If you guys want to listen to a good original song from a movie, please listen to Invisible. The lyrics are great, the meaning of it is great. Goddamn good song. That song gets me. Moving Moving on to the the big one, the big apple here. Best picture. Winner. Parasite. Nominees. Ford vs. Ferrari. The Irishman. Poor Scorsese. Jojo Rabbit. Fuck you. Get out of here, Joker. (laughs) Little Woman. Marriage Story. 1917. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Those are a lot of good movies. I would have chosen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But... I feel like Parasite got a lot of leeway because it was a foreign film. That, and I feel like no one in the movie industry likes Quentin Tarantino. They probably think he's an asshole. Oh, they, so they hate they, him. I like, 
like you can't with all these all these shows right you got like um oscars you got like i think like america's got talent anything that involves people quote voting i don't think fucking they take those into consideration what they take those into partial consideration but at the end of the day like i feel like there's a big head of people that decide who wins and who loses and it has nothing to do with um what actually happens it's just like who they like more i i feel like if you put just 200 average joe people you know, Monday through Friday, nine to five workers in a movie theater and made them watch all of these. I think everyone would have chose Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or probably. Um, yeah, I completely agree with that. And it's they would have just chose as, exactly Once upon as Nick a time. said. There's a there's a small amount of people pick, yeah. picking these. Um, finally, production design. We have our winner that we needed. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the winner. Uh, nominees: The Irishman. Thank God, Jojo Rabbit's. I mean, uh, Joker's not in here. Uh, nominees are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, nineteen seventeen, and Parasite. That's fucking yeah. stacked as well. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm totally okay with. Uh, short film, no one gives a fuck about. Short film, live action, we give even less fucks about. Um, something I'm a fan of, um, being a musician. Uh, sound editing. Oh yeah. So sound editing yep. winner: Ford versus Ferrari. Nominees, I'm not even saying the name of this one, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know really that, I guess there's a difference, but then jumping into sound mixing, the winner was 1917, nominees Ad Astra, Ford vs. Ferrari, not mentioning the name of this movie, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tom, you're supposed to note the difference. Well, sound editing is how you edit the sound and mixing is mixing yes, different sounds together. Um, visual effects, winner, 1917. Nominees, uh, Avengers, Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, and Star Wars. I would have gone with Star Wars or Avengers. I just pick Avengers. I would have gone with Endgame just because Endgame deserves some sort of award for what it did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Nick? No, comment? no comment. Okay. Um, going into writing, adapted screenplay. Um, yes. Winner, Jojo Rabbit. Nominees, The Irishman, Not Saying the Movie, <laughs> Little Woman, and The Two Popes. There's only two movies on there I'm for, so I'm okay with Jojo Rabbit winning. Then for writing, this is the last one, boys, and we're done. Writing for original screenplay. Winner, Irishman Parasite. Nominees, nominees, <clears throat> Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Shit, Hollywood. I, the fact that Irishman isn't even in there cracks me up. The fact that they, they didn't win a single time. See, that's the thing. It's like, Irishman was good. It was four hours long, and it kept me entertained through the whole thing, and they didn't win a single fucking award because Scorsese already has awards. I'm glad Knives Out got at least made it. Yeah, I feel like Knives yeah, Out should have won something. I'm so glad that... Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like the same thing you said, Nick. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was nominated a lot, and there's a lot of shit I think it could have and should have won. Yeah, I think Once Upon a Time should have dominated, but... Yeah. Parasite fucking Which swept the fucking with. Oscars, good, dude. But at the same time... 1917 won yeah. two. 1917 won two Oscars. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won a Oscar. Parasite won... So I think... Looking like three... 
And then Joker won for music. For so Joker only and won. And best actor. One, which I'm okay, which I'm okay with. Yeah, I guess you could say the movie, but yeah, for fucking best actor, it's more like it is more. Oh, no, the I think movie it's than embarrassing that Uncut Gems got nothing, and jo- Joker <laughs> got. Yeah, I'm okay, with, I'm okay that with, too. with it. I guess it just goes to show how bad that movie was, huh, <laughs> you guys Brad? Suck. I hate you. <laughs> yep. There's the 2020 Oscars for you guys in a short little spiel. Um, yep. So moving on from the Oscars, that said and done. Um, Basically, the big takeaway movies from that, unfortunately, The Joker, and then 1917, Ford vs. Ferrari, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story. Those were kind of the ones that popped up a lot. Which um, uh, movie winners. will you guys remember the most from this year? Same. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, see, I, I still want to see and it. And Star Wars. And Avengers. Fuck. Yeah, Avengers, for sure. Memorable, though, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think, was the best overall so, film of the whole year. If you're looking at it from a critic point of view and everything, I'd give it that. I'd give it. I just thought, like, the flamethrower scene, like, once it hit there, I was like, this is a movie. Like, <laughs> Just to let you know, I went to a Nevada gun show yesterday. They were selling. <laughs> 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 I'm not even fucking kidding. And I immediately thought of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I was like, dude, if an Asian chick ever goes into my pool one day, <laughs> I could burn her. Literally selling fucking flamethrowers, dude. Gotta love Nevada. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, Brad, take us into what our movie is for today. Okay, yeah. So our movie today is, and I guess we're kind of starting off a little series here. All of the Star Wars movies and um, Star Wars Episode One came out when I want to say I was like nine years old. Nick, how old were you? Uh, probably two years younger than you. So I think you're only a year. Uh, God, you were probably you were yeah, probably, probably so what you're ninety. You're eighty nine or ninety. I'm ninety. Yeah, you're okay, ninety one. Right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So one year difference, but so I was eight. Yeah, so I was um, nine. Thomas was seven. I'm pretty sure, like, Nick, did your parents, like, show you Star Wars before? My dad was a huge Trekkie and a huge Star Wars fan when they came out. So when this came out, he, like, he was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah we went and saw it the first day. Like, <laughs> yeah. he was pumped. It was, like, our dad who, like, our dad fucking was not really a big TV guy. But if it was Star Wars, he would, like, rush us to the fucking theater to see something. Star Wars Episode One also was the first movie I ever remember watching on TV that people were. Yeah, I remember on the it. news and stuff. Like it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was like that was the first time it ever happened, and I was like, Yeah, I remember Whoa. on the news they showed like people, people like, are sleeping having in lightsaber fights that. while they're hanging out to see the first Star Wars. Yeah, I think Star Wars was also Star Wars or Harry Potter. You could say was. The first movie where people would like dress yeah, up. Yeah, I think to go Star there. Wars was more of that. a cultural impact, but oh, okay. Harry Potter okay. was probably more of a close like impact. But yeah, either way. Yeah. Well, Brad, since you watched it most recently, let's start with your review of it. So yeah, I just I rewatched it today. 
I watched it a couple weeks ago. And just because we're reviewing it today, I wanted to see it again. And I don't know, I have so many different like feelings on this movie. I think it has like a lot of parts that are really shitty. I have this like weird nostalgia for it to where I still like it, even though I know a lot of parts of it are not good. I mean, I guess that's kind of where I'll leave it off until we kind of dive deeper into it. At the end of the day, it's like a Star Wars movie I saw when I was a kid. And so because of that, I have like a lot of nostalgia for it. When I saw it as a kid, I thought it was so awesome because I was a kid. And now like rewatching it now, I see like a lot of like, you know, goofs and fuck ups here and there. But I still have like a lot of things I like about it, even though I know like a lot of it is really dumb. And so that's where I'll leave my first review at. Yeah, your first take or so. Yeah, that's like that. my first take. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> no worries. Um, so go ahead, Tom. I guess like you can take it away. Okay. Um, same as Brad, kind of. This movie's got really high on the nostalgia meter. It's pretty high up there. Um, I like it for a couple reasons. One, it gave me my favorite Star Wars character, Darth Maul. Freaking love Darth Maul. Just like the mystery behind him. Um, night and day difference between, you know, wa- as a kid watching A New Hope and all those and then jumping into that one. Very different. It was obviously extremely ridiculed when it came out. But to me, it's very important because it began the making of that series and then making of six or seven, eight, and nine. So we got Star Wars one, two, and three, seven, eight, and nine. Because episode one did come out. Grant, you're going to be like, yeah, well, you had to start somewhere. But that movie was the beginning of it, you know. And they did make, you know, Star Wars episode two, um, Attack of the Clones, and then three, Revenge of the Sith. I liked it. Um, There's a couple of things from that movie that uh, we can talk about. I'll talk about later. But there's a couple of things from that movie I really freaking enjoy. And if I had to watch that movie right now, I'd be okay with it. Nice. And it gave us a bomb-ass fucking video game, Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, and it gave us a Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer, which mm, me and you had, racing. Thomas. That's what yes. I was going to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Pod racing. Yes. They should, Best part they, of that they, movie, like, The fact that racing. that's not in any of the other eight make me, makes me a little bit upset because fucking salty. pod racing was yes. dope. <laughs> The sound from the pod racing too. They were all like old diesel engines and stuff, like like Saboba's. And then um, Anakin's was a R was a R one like Yamaha bike. The oh, this was super whiny. That's a fucking street bike engine. Nick, what you got, bro? Star Wars Episode One to me, um, I think out of if you take the three newer movies, right, one, two, and three, it is head and shoulders above any of those other ones so ranking among those guys it's very high but in terms of the movie itself i thought it was just i thought it was all right um i really like to your point i really like uh uh darth maul like darth maul is legit af like the double saber like that whole thing especially with it's funny as as a kid you think of a lightsaber, you think like, okay, cool, like a lightsaber. But when that, when you busted out the other side of that, seriously, my mind like broke because I was like, how, what, no, what, how do you have, no, what, that's so cool. Like, seriously, I was like, that's so fucking cool. You can't triple, you yeah. can't triple stamp a double stamp. Seriously, I was like, coolest lightsaber of 
all the time, right? Yeah, and the coolest villain. Like, I wish, yes. I wish, I'm, I really hope they eventually come to like a Darth Maul exclusive movie of how he became a Sith because I, I that would movie would be fucking Flame Town. So um, <laughs> he, let's just talk for the fact that. Darth Maul took on Obi Wan uh, and Qui-Gon cut Qui Wan Jin fucking to pieces. Now he just fucking stabbed him in the heart. But yes, yeah, dude, he uh, he's a sa- absolute savage. Um, and I wish he was involved more. I wish he would have actually used his words like normal people. But uh, I guess that was maybe part of the mystery. Uh, and yeah, pod racing. Holy shit. Yeah, pod racing was legit. So legit, and to have like Anakin win was the coolest part of that whole thing. I, I thought the race was very well done, um, and I thought like leading up to the race, everything that's happened was well done, and like the way he again like kind of prevails after uh, who was the guy who was going against? Was the guy that the, was in that other uh, Saboba? Yeah, Saboba. yeah. So when Saboba, who's like clearly this like experienced badass racer, um, is able to uh, or is like you know doing crafty things to make Anakin lose, like throwing different shit out of his car. It's so funny to just see like that little kid win and like prevail out of all of that. So um, I don't know. I, I, I really liked uh, that this one in particular, especially over the, the other ones. Um, and I, I yeah, overall just enjoyed the movie in general. I like it more than the other two also, and I've definitely watched it. Dude, I tried to watch, and I, I hope we don't... I heard Brad yell say or say something about a miniseries here, but I fucking hope we don't have to watch number two and three no, because we did. I just... We did. I, I just watched... Well, good, because I just watched number two and three. Holy shit, I can't wait to dive into those. Those are an absolute train wreck. Um, like, I don't, I, I don't know how much of it was actually Star Wars, and the other <laughs> half was like just uh, three quarters of it i should say is like natalie portman and that other guy just like chatting to one another right i don't know <laughs> but you do get fire at you do get fire ass oh my god yeah stars. high ground, got the high ground like, yeah hello hello there yeah doesn't seem to be yeah, in the but archives. those those, <laughs> those are i guess topics for another time one of the funny arguments i heard about like how bad episode one is is that the best character is Darth Maul, and you get three lines of dialogue from him and a lot of cool fighting. And that speaks to how good your movie what's, is. What's wrong with that? <laughs> That's the truth, though. <laughs> like, that yeah. really speaks to let's, like your uh, movie is the out- best character. I think almost anyone will be like, who's the coolest character out of episode one? Darth Maul. And it's like, why? Because he looks really cool when he fights. I, he looks cool. He's a, he's a badass. He does his own stunts. And he has three does his own stunts. He has three lines of dialogue, so he can't ruin he his character. He definitely didn't have a stunt double. <laughs> no. Um, let's talk about the elephant in the room though, the one character that you gotta love to hate and you suggest Misa sorry. Hate, but uh <laughs> oh, I'm a big Jar Jar Binks fan. I, I liked him a lot, dude. He's a Sith Lord. Yeah, it's real. He, I I love the theories of that too. That's great. <laughs> He's but, so uh, bad. Misa Cha Cha Pinks. <laughs> you you saw you saw big the thing Nick, that you were kind of <laughs> you saw oh, yeah. big you saw big dude this time filming time. But dude, I love the Gungan battle, the Gungan yeah. versus the droids. I did. I thought it was so cool them going to the little Gundam like underneath the lake part and he's like there's always a bigger fish <laughs> yes you know like uh yeah that that part was i, I don't know, understand why number one got so much shit honestly like 
they could have done so much worse. So like, especially with what we've seen now. Let's kind of, let's dive real quick, kind of through the movie as it goes. The opening battle. What'd you guys think about that? Because I thought, I thought it was really, I thought it was really the droids cool. that I thought the aliens that were like, oh my God, now there's two of them. Were like so hard to watch, and like the the graphics on them, their eyes this like blink randomly, control. where it makes no sense. This is getting out of control. They are no match for destroyer droids. Yeah, <laughs> so the part that that I that really resonates with me is the part where they shoot their ship and like like captain, <laughs> and she goes shields up and just fucking dead. And I was like, whoa. They just fucking annihilated that ship because, you know, it doesn't usually show people right. dying besides the stormtroopers in Star Wars. But it was just like, you're like, oh, they'll be okay. They're talking. And all of a sudden, just like, Captain, look. She goes, shields up. And before they can get them up, they just fucking yeah, annihilated. Yeah, and then they're stuck there. Yeah, and then the droids, that the, the roly-poly droids, dude. The coolest dope. thing out of, like, the first three episodes, what I think. What are those called again? Uh, destroyer droids, right? Destroyer droids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are no destroyer, match yeah. for destroyer yeah. droids. <laughs> Weird eye blink. And then they have that really cool iconic sound like dun 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 Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking sick. Hell of fun to play yeah, in a video game. Because you can you roll, roll and then you deploy your shield and then you Their cannons are actually again, pretty strong. Yeah. <laughs> then you deploy your shield again. <laughs> and then yeah, I thought like the scene from there what? where they take off on the ship was cool. When R two D two saves the day, it kind of gave R two D two his little like spotlight. Always oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. These are not the droids you are looking for. <laughs> I thought that was funny These when they the land on Tatooine, and he's trying to like mind trick him. Tatooine, and he's like, "You will," and <laughs> his Jedi <laughs> tricks aren't working on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're some yeah. kind of Jedi yeah. living there? Uh, <laughs> All <yeah>. that money, money. <laughs> that was actually like a really like cool like you know plot point to where like this guy cannot be tricked by the Jedi. And yeah. it was like so like it was like underused. Yeah. You're like, like oh shit, a guy that's like, well, I'll make this bet and then this yeah. bet. <laughs> yeah. He's immune to the Jedi way. Shout out to uh, also. Um, Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Who fell asleep during the race. They had to wake him mm-hmm. up at the end. Watto is his name. <laughs> I really, the pod racing race I really liked. I just feel like for like, for me, you can show me an hour of pod racing. I don't care. You know, I'll watch three hours. They should just make that an actual sport. Yeah. <laughs> but like for, yep. I feel like the average like watcher, you know, that race went on so long. And if they, you kind of like, I was okay with. It. I'm fine with that, but I feel like they took away from other parts of the movie where it could have had more depth. I would be totally okay if there's literally a series only dedicated to pod racing. Yeah, I'd watch the fuck out of that. Dude, me and Thomas used to play the pod racing video game all the time. Mm-hmm. On N64. And you know whose pod sucked? Anakin's. Anakin's for sure. So ball plays where it's no at. Armor. You get the big ass fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Anakin's had no armor. Yep. <laughs> but no, pod racing is super cool. And also, why are the fucking sand monkeys like 
just out there like fucking up a race that like all these millionaires are betting on. If I'm a millionaire and I'm betting on a race and there's like these fucking random assholes out, yeah, like they're dead. They're not existing. Well, who's to say that they're not? They're who's to say they're they're not there um, because someone paid them to be there. Oh, I didn't think about that. Ooh. That's actually a good take, Nick. Is right, because some... there's someone had money on it, and they're See, like, I can pay this to is have... why you're a part of this. Yeah. Because my dumb brain's like, why are they there? <laughs> they're a big, angry man. <laughs> I do not like them. It was probably fucking... Right. It was probably uh, Watto, yeah, yeah, the Wat- guy that was going to yeah, win the shit. Prob- uh, 25,000 credits. Yeah. Uh... You slave scum. <laughs> yeah. That makes so much more sense. Yeah. Yeah, because they wouldn't just be chilling there watching the race and then shooting at cars and being happy about it. Right. I'm honestly, like, one of the things that really interests me, like, in Star Wars is, like, all of, like, the the different worlds and how those worlds work, you know? I feel Mm -hmm. like there's so many worlds within Star Wars that would make, like, cool TV shows and how those worlds interact and, like... How those how those worlds even function? Like that's why I like uh, I, I like that Disney owns the rights because right. you know like George Lucas would have probably been done at this point, but like Disney's gonna like literally make every last penny off of it, so it's gonna be around for a while. Yeah, it makes you think like, what if Qui Gon stayed alive? Would he have been a good? Yeah, like Jedi? would Anakin have become one of the strongest? And right. would the Jedi just you know overserve everything? Yeah, it could have been a trippy alternate universe where the Jedi end up like fighting each other over like right. the idea of what a Jedi should be. What's a weird thing too I noticed about the Jedi is for like how strong they are, they don't want to like kind of intervene, you know, with like politics to where they want to control worlds. And sometimes that's like to their downfall to where like, you know, they don't want to be rulers. And because of that, yeah, it always seems like, seems like the Jedi are kind of like the guys on standby, either fighting for the good bot, fighting for the good guy, or fighting for the bad guy. I thought there should have been more Jedi They're fights just... throughout the nine movies. Like, I feel like you see it in the first three. When I mean the first three, I'm talking four, four five, and six. Like when you see those you're like oh that's so sick and you're like and when it comes to one two and three you're like i can't fucking wait and again the only one that stands out to me is yoda fighting uh i forgot his name last time too count dooku Dooku. that that by far is the best jedi fight there was and that's it 100 percent. i think i would also like to point out that how much better would have star wars been if darth maul lived and he was count dooku so like darth maul fighting yoda cool I didn't like Count Dooku. I think it would have been super sick if Darth Maul had carried I really liked movie. the first episode one, the fight scene between Darth Maul and Obi and That Kwai one was Jum. also good. I thought yeah, that, was that one so was also cool. I agree. Yep. And the yeah. different freaking like laser, yep. I don't even know what you'd gates. call them, the gates. Yeah, where mm-hmm. it lets them in and out. And I thought like, that's like when people, you know, hate on the first episode where I'm like, yeah, it has its problems, but God, the way they finished that, the duel, the fates was so cool. Yeah, I'm with you there. I I, I completely agree. I think that part was fucking badass. Yeah, 
Um, I I just wish that uh, uh, again they like kept that momentum up because it, it just it, the other movies are lacking. Like I wanted more of that. Is what I'm saying, Brad. I wanted that to like lead into another area where they're fighting more. Yeah, the, and so on and so forth. Especially like the second movie lacked any of that kind of like less politics. Epic feel. Yeah, less they, like, less in, trade talk. <laughs> yeah, they brought they brought in politics. They brought in. You don't in, want federation um, trade talk. Is that what you're saying? And a love and a love story. And like it just didn't. They could have made, um, when you know whatever his name is, Anakin is making babies with uh, <laughs> Natalie Portman. Like that could have been such a small part, and it should have been such a small and it was small like part a of the, the three part, movies. Yeah. Is such a big fucking deal in the number two and three. That's all there right. is. It's to focus on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like if that was smaller and they were more focused they made, on they made it badass fighting rather than like political and and like love, it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, but we're talking about the first one, so yes, we're talking about lightsaber battles <laughs> and how there isn't any. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, are we ready to hit some fucking ratings or grades on this or what? Fuck yeah! Uh, shout out. Anywho. Nick, what are you going to rate this beast? Well, this is where how I'm going to preface the rating. I'm going to rate this against other Star Wars films exclusively. So it has nothing to do with oh, other films in general because I couldn't do that. So I have because it would just not be it's because if that was the case, I would give it a shit rating because it's not a good movie. But compared to the other Star Wars films, I'd probably give this an eight out of ten. This was a solid B movie. It's definitely a movie again that I will watch over and over again. So that's that's where it, that's where it'll fit in the Star Wars universe for me. Outside of the Star Wars universe, since you guys all want to know, I'd probably give this like a six out of ten. That's where I'm at. I totally agree with you, Nick. There's kind of like a two scale grading system. Um, I'll follow. I'll follow in suit on on that rating. Yeah. Yeah, I. Probably like style. seven seven five, but because you know we're sticking to it, I would give you know eight out of ten. Like it's a B. Like it's still a fucking fun movie to watch, and there's so much that I just have like nostalgia for. And I'm gonna re. I know I'm gonna watch this fucking stupid movie again and again. Yes. And like because of that, like within like you know the star, you know like. Like you said, within the rating system, yeah, like I'll give it a B. It's an eight out of ten. Outside, it drops way lower. Right. But like for me, like I love Star Wars, so like ev- almost every movie, other than the fucking Last Jedi, which is like a fucking F minus 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 minus, fuck that movie, is you know like a decent movie to me. So I. I I like this movie. It <laughs> as much as I pick it apart, it's still so much fun for me to watch. And if anyone like, you know, I was hanging out with it was like, What do you want to do? Do you want to watch Star Wars episode one? I'd be like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> like I'll always rewatch this movie. Yeah. I'd say number one, five, six and and nine are probably the only rewatchable Star Wars movies. Wait. Number one. Yeah, one, five, six, nine. 
might and I'm I'm not talking I'm not Star talking Wars about yeah I'm not effect. talking about like Rogue One and stuff because that is obviously rewatchable. Wait, so you're saying one, Return of the Jedi isn't Return of that's number four, right? Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. No, The New Hope yeah. is number four. Empire Strikes Back is number five. Return right. of the Jedi so is six. one, five, the six. Force Awakens and is seven. Yeah. So, so he's saying The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and then what he's about saying the Rise of Skywalker. No, it's just too old. Like I, I watched it the other day and I was like, ugh, like it's just too old. Nick's yeah, I just, I mean, opinion. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm talking about like I'm not going to rewatch it. Like I just feel like it's too. Like right. we even look at '90s movies sometimes, and I'm like, ugh, like. I also, God, I think so... the Revenge of the Sith is a good one. I'm stoked for us to review that one. No, you guys have to now. Is that number three? Yep, you guys already bought in. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally fine. I just in, enjoy a shit rating because that movie's shit, <laughs> just like number fucking two is. But uh, yeah, no problem. That'll be a fun uh, episode. Tom. Uh, my random number one, if we're going... So, it's weird. I like the first of each series of Star Wars movies. I really like, out of all the first three, episode one. Out of the second group of three... A New Hope, Episode 4, and um, The Force Awakens, Episode uh, 7. I like those ones the most. Okay. I do like The the uh, the Rise of Skywalker was dope, but I just I seem, I, I seem to rewatch those ones I didn't like number more. 7. I just thought I it was loved okay. it. I thought it was, oh. it was very, very... Dr- we'll, yeah, we'll dig like, into it, it just, but yeah. I thought it was just very drawn out. We're going to hit it. We're doing every Star Wars movie. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um... I give it on the Star Wars scheme. I give it a seven, and then if we're just you know it it has high rewatchability. I'm gonna go seven point five. Actually, it has high rewatchability for me. Um, nothing go- crazy enough to make me give it an eight, but seven point five. And then if I was to watch this just as a movie and not know anything about Star Star Wars, I'd probably give it a six. Unfortunately, but I'm trying. Like I said, I'm trying to be more harsh on my critiquing and have a high demand for a really good rated movie. And it's not up there when I think of That's great fair. movies. So it gets a six. Yeah. Side, side comment. We just watched avatar again and I must say it is still a 10 in my book. No, it's not. Wow. What a fucking movie. That is. <laughs> nice. We'll get that another time, but yeah, uh, all time list for me. I mean, avatar is definitely in my top 10. Are you, ex- are you excited? I am for a little excited just because it's hard to beat what you accomplished, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. That's a review. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, I guess that wraps things up, huh? Yeah. Me and Nick are, yeah you guys have anything else you want to say? Uh, what are we doing next week? We don't know what we're doing next week. There's too many Yeah, I think movies. we'll have to play it by ear like we did this week. We should do a Star Wars episode two and make Cody watch it and just review that. Fuck. Come on. Number two. That'd be fun. Rude. I know. I mean, I'm not, That's I'm why not I'm saying it'll be saying, funny. Like, Let's get his oof, thoughts. Number two and three. We're going to start him off on those, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Movie Stalkers. Until next week, I am Brad. Thomas, Nick. You are not all three of those. I am everything. <laughs> You're Brad. Until then, you can right, catch us next week. We'll be doing an episode. Old news.
<laughs> so bad. Oh my god! Hold on. I know. We, no we need to no, redo no, no, stop. it. That, no. No way. No way. That definitely has to be the ending this week. No, it's so bad. This is this is it. Yes. Yes. Absolute fire. See if, on a, see if this will be a good way to okay, see if anyone actually makes it this far. Wait, is we need a later. Still news. listening. Uh, later, nerds. Um. Yeah, we'll see if anyone's still listening at this point. GTFO.